The seasons of the year, they come and go. Continents drift, ice caps melt, entire species disappear. Everything is always changing on this planet. Everything but the game I love. Baseball. Play ball, play ball, play ball. Gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon <laughs> podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And this is Bob. And this is episode 189. We're talking our top sports episodes. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, this is one that uh, I feel like over the years people have recommended doing some mm-hmm. version of this. I, I, we've definitely got a few people saying like you should do favorite baseball episodes, uh, which there yeah. there are, I I there are a lot of baseball. Um, yeah, I think I did a breakdown. There's uh, baseball like doubles. Uh, there's eight baseball episodes. The next closest would be basketball with four and football with four. Um, so there is a lot of baseball but there's just a lot of sports in general yeah that would um i noticed that um i don't want to give too much away but i'll just say yes i noticed that that (laughs) baseball and basketball heavy yeah although i think there's some stuff that sneaks in here yeah there's definitely some one-offs that i only found in one episode you know yeah yeah for sure yeah as far as i could tell now there was some stuff that was kind of on the line um there was some (laughs) there was some golf stuff that was on the line some wrestling stuff um some bowling stuff that i thought was kind of on the line uh yeah yeah i was pretty um loose with my definition of what's a sport (laughs) pretty lenient yeah yeah I, i i would agree for the most part um before we before we talk more sports, uh, Nickelodeon sports, which there's plenty to talk about, um, right before we started recording, Andrew, you had mentioned, um, did you receive uh, a, a item in the mail? Yes. This week I got um, Brett Wilson's Are You Afraid of the Dark Guide. Yeah. Um, and it's a beaut. Uh, it, it's incredible. Yeah, it's huge. Um, <laughs> yeah. The drawings are awesome, and it's just filled with them. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, I, I I've just started reading through it, but uh, it's really cool. It's really everything I think you'd want out of a show guide. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's called unofficial guide, but it's about as a. I mean, DJ McHale writes the intro. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what else you have to do to get it to be official. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> but, cool. But um, it's yeah, it's really it's really awesome. Um, so shout out to Brett. I don't know if he has any more left, but uh, if you're not following Brett Wilson at this point, go ahead and. Yeah, I think him. he's gonna have a regular retail version if i understand right cool so that should be coming yeah i've i've really enjoyed uh flipping through that and and and, and uh, uh it's cool to get his like uh you know his matchstick ratings his his candy yes, stick ratings. very cool um, I like those. what's the, like what does he like write in them what does he write about the episodes just like his like ratings like a synopsis what's in there yeah, I mean, pretty much a synopsis of each episode. Uh, he gives the ratings, and there's a couple other um, points on each page. Now I can't remember what they are. Storyteller, um, trivia. Okay. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and he gives his own little review, like not just a rating, but like kind of his overall thoughts on the episode. Got it. 
Yeah, it's it's really. I mean, it's it's hefty. I mean, it it it, yeah. it it's worth every dollar. It, it's uh, yeah, it really it, is. It, and like Andrew said, because the first the first like 10, 15 pages are really like more like um like DJ and then uh you know people who supported the project giving kind of their memories. It's a lot of writing. And then mm-hmm. when you get to the pictures, you're like, oh, yeah, this is like, this is what I'm here for. These are amazing. Yeah, yeah. They look great. They're like glossy and um, so really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. A uh, couple other things, actually, before we start, I just okay. wanted to mention uh, the Melanie Chartoff book is will be out by the time you hear this. Oh, cool. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out yet, I would suggest it. I started reading it. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I came up with a good season two Ferguson from last episode. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what did, we we forced you to pick one. Which one did we yeah. did you end up I, picking? I tentatively said all that, but I didn't feel great about that. Yeah. Um. So I officially picked, um, Invader Zim. Oh, uh, wow. not because it's. Not because the episodes are bad, but because there's only like seven of them and it was cut off during the middle of producing it. Uh, so it's just kind of a bummer for a show that was so cool and weird and different. Yeah, I, I admittedly have never seen it, but uh, I, you know, to me, you're an authority on Zim, so I'll, I'll trust you on it. Yeah, um, sports, guys. <laughs> I love them. America loves them. <laughs> and Andrew's lukewarm on them. Nickelodeon only lo- loves a couple of them. Yeah. Nickelodeon loves baseball. Uh, Bob, are you a sports enthusiast? Um, you know what? I used to have a, a big list of my like top ten favorite sports franchises, and over the years, it has it has dwindled year after year. Um, I'm from Pittsburgh, so I mean, I I don't really care much about <laughs> Pittsburgh sports. I mean, sure. I do. Like, I like the Penguins. I used to love the Pirates, um, but baseball has just—it's just for now. To me, now it's just too slow. It's too boring, and it takes too long. Uh, but the only thing I really, really follow is soccer and oh. called Arsenal that play in the English Premier League. Sure. Um, haven't been great the last couple of years, but that's, you know, stuck with them. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Not a lot of soccer. I don't know if there's any, is there any soccer? Uh, I, was, some I was thinking about digging and trying to find one, but I, I really like the list that you sent. Yeah. And that jogged the memory enough to where I, I was, I was pretty content with those. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it. Do you, do you guys have any like very memorable sports moments in your life? Like going to a game or playing in a game or is there anything? Which... I do. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to hog all the, all the <laughs> no. mic time here, but hog it. Uh, there's probably two. One, when I played when we were younger, um, there was a tournament at Edinburgh University every year. We would go and play. It's like the big Western Pennsylvania tournament. And I think it was the year 2000, I think, we won the tournament. Um, I was the goalkeeper, and the final went into penalties. And I made the – I think I made 
two or maybe three saves. I don't know. If somebody listens to this that was on that team, they're going to call me out (laughs) for sure. But I know I made the save that won the tournament, and that was pretty pretty awesome. And then I coached soccer for a long time. Not listen to me, a long time. It was like five years. Um, I coached um, a boys' team, I think, from when they were nine to like 13 or 14. And one of the seasons we won – the state cup tournament, which is like a really big deal. Um, and if they ever listen to this, that was Parkland area soccer club. So PASC 04 United. (laughs) Very cool. cool. Yeah. That's way more than, um, I've accomplished athletically. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You you had to have done something. I mean, I tried. (laughs) Andrew, do you have any, any, uh, uh, not really. Mine are kind of just all like traumatic, uh, <laughs> like screwing something up. No. Uh, no, no, nothing like actually good. Like I've achieved something. Well, that's not true. It, the you know we're almost two hundred episodes in, and I was thinking how we've never revealed a certain aspect of our wow. life. Um, you think it's time to tell people about roof ball? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am honored to be part of this show. <laughs> um, so and so growing up, as people know, Andrew and I lived directly next door to each other. Um, and Andrew's house has what I would call a perfectly slanted gra- garage roof. Um, it it slants not only perfectly towards you, but the way it falls off on the other side is perfect. Uh, so what we figured out is we we went to Target, and you know those kind of like. Bob, you know those like oversized balls, like they're rubber, they're really bouncy. Yeah, um, they're, you yeah. know they're just a little too big. Um, <laughs> we bought one of those and we like started like hitting it on the roof. You know, you'd hit it up with your palms and it bounce off the roof. And so we eventually made a game. And Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong on any of the rules here. Uh, sure. You, you, it's kind of like a horse where you'd stay in a line. When it's your turn, you got to hit it on the roof. The next person only can allow it to, it, they cannot allow it to hit the ground. So if it hits the ground, that's a strike. Um, if you hit it and it goes off the side of the roof, because on both sides it was open, um, that's a strike. So you can't hit it off the side. It's got to roll back down. If you hit it over the roof, that's a strike. Um, what else couldn't you do? Uh, well, there's like a line. Yeah. So that's you're not blocking the next person that has to hit. Right. You got to get out of a, the designated hitting area before the next person hits. So you got to like be out of there and roof You know, we spent many years just kind of enjoying it, but we eventually did set up a tournament. Like we had enough people who we had indoctrinated, (laughs) uh, and we built trophies. Like we, uh, we made trophies out of gutters. (laughs) So there was the gold gutter, the silver gutter. And then I think third was a white gutter. Um, yeah, and that's i mean that's more i mean that's more than what i did i didn't invent a sport <laughs> thanks to the tournament so um i think roof ball i still think there's a market for it like i know people are probably thinking basketball or whatever but it's way more fun than basketball uh it's really like it's really grueling it's like super tiring to play um yeah and it's just like, oh boy, the the excitement of seeing like the way the ball you have to like learn how the ball hits the roof and like which way it's gonna bounce. It's exciting. 
Yeah, it is great fun. Uh, the problem being, like, finding a proper roof for it. Yeah, we. If it ever became a sport, it would just have to be the exact model of your garage. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, every measurement. Um, I kind of want to play. I'm telling you, man. It's it. Come to Ohio once the pandemic's over. We'll, it, it it really is fun if you can. Maybe we'll get the dim- dimensions and people can. Yeah, I guess people could decide for themselves. All you need is an oversized ball from Target or Walmart or wherever. Come uh, in. And you need like I what do you say like three people is probably the minimum you'd want for a fun game. Um, yeah, I guess for a competitive game. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean two. You could do it with two just to get the hang of it at least. Sure, sure. So anyway, I think roof ball is probably my favorite sporting thing. Um, I think it would have been a good episode of a kids show too. Yeah, that's uh, true. And uh, yeah. Albert Bell of the Indians told me to shut up once. That was, that was probably like the other one. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was 1994, the first year the Indians were at um, what was then Jacobs Field, now Progressive Field. And my uncle, who was like a real hot shot, got um, loge tickets. But the loges at this uh, the ballpark are on the field. So like you're next to the dugout. And uh, Albert Bell, who was the big slugger for the Indians at the time, uh, was on deck. And I was like, you know, little. And I was like, go, Albert, go. You hit the ball, Albert. And he just slowly turned around and he went, shut up, kid. Wow, what a jerk. <laughs> and I was so excited. I was, I was like, did you hear that? Albert Bell told me to shut up. Because <laughs> that was kind of his whole, that was his whole MO, is that he was like a real, like, tough guy. Uh, you know. Tough. Yeah, he there. There was a famous incident in Cleveland where he um, chased some trick or treaters. I think like egged or did something to his house, and he chased them in his pickup truck through a field. <laughs> I kind of remember that he was a jerk, but I mean, yeah, I didn't know to like kids. Oh, sure. <laughs> to, like other adults or I'm other li- baseball players. I'm living proof, but I, I love it. it it's it's. it's uh... A yeah, better story than if he would have turned around and been like, you got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then struck out. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, there's lots of episodes to talk about here. Um, did you guys make any kind of rules for your list or you just went right from the gut? Um, I guess I gutted it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I took some liberties. Um, my number six... I actually, um, before you mentioned it, forgot that you said to do six. So you'll see what I'm talking about when we go. But um, my number six is kind of like take some liberties with the rules. <laughs> okay. Cool. I made I made one rule, which is I decided I was not going to repeat shows on the list. So mm. there will be six different shows because what I if I if I had been honest mm-hmm. for two. <laughs> Over 50% of the show would have been... Uh, I'm sorry. Over 50% of the list would have been from two shows. Gotcha. Um, and I thought that was boring. So I, I'm going... There will be six unique series on my list. Very nice. I didn't do that. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't go crazy in the other direction either. So Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's jump into it. Let's, let's start with number yeah. six. Um, my number six is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Season six, episode five, Jake the Snake. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Jake! 
It's me, Wiley. Open the door. What do you want? I found the stick. I know. I saw you play. But weird things are happening. My skin's getting all scaly. Do you enjoy playing well? Well, well, yeah, but... You could be great, Wiley. Greater than anyone that's ever played. You could even be a pro. <laughs> I, at first, kind of didn't want to put this on the list, but I rewatched it, or at least flipped through it, and, um, man, there's so many good, hilarious moments in there that I just couldn't knock it off. Yeah, uh, it it works in, for, like, a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um, both good uh, and bad. Yeah. And the bad stuff is so bad, it's great. Yes, um, yes. Jake the Snake himself, uh, the way he talks and the things he says are just so insane. Uh, it's very, just so entertaining that um, I had to include it. And I think it's the, I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I it was the only um, Are You Afraid of the Dark, I thought, that was like a heavily sports-based one. Yeah, I think the only other one that I even popped in my head was the like brief track scene in Twisted Claw. And maybe Vacant Lot. I think the girl wants to be like good at running. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. But that they're not like sports episodes. Yeah. So it, it, it all comes down to Jake the Snake. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels good at the bottom of my list, I guess. Like, I wanted to include it, but it, it's not like kind of as legit good as some of these other ones. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that was, uh, so our listeners gave some feedback on their favorites, and that was also on um, Brooks Payette list and our buddy Vince. Uh, of nice. course, Vince, Vince loves Jake <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, Bob, number six. My number six is uh, Hey Arnold, the baseball. Well, folks, this is in all likelihood Mickey K-Line's last at bat. This is indeed an historic moment. Kill the umpire! feel like this could have gone much higher um and actually it probably should but it was originally my close call until i had to move it onto the list so i don't know what i'm talking about but uh yeah that one always that was kind of a special special episode i think it's funny that arnold carries a, a safe in his backpack um that he has the the mickey k-line card in um I always thought that was strange. There's all kinds of things from this episode that, that like make me laugh. Like the no, the biggest thing is though he has a jar on a shelf that says this is not money and there's money in it. <laughs> yeah, I've always loved. Um, and then when Grandpa gives him 
He says like, oh, the only thing that makes a kid happy is to give him an extra five bucks. And he realizes he gave him a $50 bill. <laughs> he like runs after him. Um, but yeah, the ending where Mickey Kaline is like sad or whatever. That is his name, right? Mickey Kaline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. This is from memory. So um, I didn't get to watch this one. When he gives him back the ball, it's just, it's perfect. It's just perfectly, perfectly Arnold and I love it. So, yeah, that's a great ending. That episode's like a really emotional, uh, perfectly kind of like executed. Um, sure. Yeah, and I think it's our proper introduction to Mickey Kaline, who comes up several yeah. times throughout the show's run. Yeah. Um, there's a couple episodes of uh, Nick where like you're just going to the baseball park, and I feel like those feel really good. Yeah. Um, as as like a type of episode of just going to a game. Yeah, that's true. That is almost like its own uh, I don't know, trope, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, great pick. Yeah, Grandpa drives a Packard, which I thought was cool too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Cool. Um, well, my number six is uh, I'm right. I'm right with you, Andrew. It's Jake the Snake. Are you afraid of the dark? Need some ice for that nose. Thanks. You remind me of a guy that used to play here. Really? Did he stink too? Yes, he did. At first. But he went on to be one of the greatest to ever play the game. Who was he? Desmond. Jake Desmond. They called him Jake the Snake because he could snake through any defense. How'd he get so good? He got himself a new stick. It gave him a whole new attitude. And he cleaned house. <laughs> uh, could, not, could not leave this off my list. Um, we did talk about Jake the Snake last year, so if you want to listen to the full episode review, which was a bunch of fun, uh, that's our 146th episode. Um I think it's uh, I think it's the only hockey episode that I identified, and like you uh, said, the only Are You Afraid of the Dark. There is at least one more hockey episode. Hmm, on your list. <laughs> I have to give much away. Uh, sort of. Oh wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there. You know, uh, I wanted to include episodes that you know just felt good to me i i get it that like this is probably not like a iconic nickelodeon episode but it just makes me so happy and um yeah it, you know and that's not to say it's not perfect because it's perfect um <laughs> <laughs> in its own special way right <laughs> yeah it's a, yeah uh the hockey scenes are intense uh the characters feel lived in uh the stakes are incredibly high <laughs> um and uh our villain uh, absolutely spine tingling. I, I I love I love Jake the Snake. I, I this is like a very nonsensical villain, but just totally um totally maniacal. Like his his, his <laughs> we're never clear why he's doing this, which makes him even like crazier. Kind of yeah. Um, he doesn't like he doesn't get like extra life from it, right? Like he's just <laughs> cursing people. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. 
was he like maybe he was gonna turn back into a regular human if um... i don't think so because he's just chilling as a snake yeah so <laughs> yeah, that's really I, weird. I didn't really remember that episode and i just googled jake the snake from are you afraid of the dark is it this hooded figure with like blue <laughs> eyes and teeth yeah that's yeah. him that's him that's a snake that's him <laughs> Yeah, that's as much as you right. ever see of him. Yeah, right? you don't you don't see you see I think his hand, which is a little scaly, but you don't <laughs> see his face clearly. That's that's as much as you get, and it's really good voice work. I have to say, good voice work. Yeah, it is. I do like the voice, I, I, the like snippets that you played yeah. on the episode. You talked about it. it. Yeah, yeah. You still remember? You're scared. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be any sleeping tonight. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I mean, it, this has to, it has to be like one of my favorite episodes that I'd say we dis, I discovered doing the podcast. You know, because like a lot of the stuff we've seen is or is well worn territory like within my life, but I definitely never seen Jake the Snake, and uh, it's a real a, a real treasure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, number five. Um. Yeah, my number five is actually. I bet you guys don't have this sport on your list. Mm. Surfing. Oh, no, I sure don't. Because <laughs> it would have meant I had to watch a certain show, I think. Uh, no? Maybe not. Um, it is My pick is Ah Real Monsters, Season wow. 1, Episode 9B, The Great Wave. Whoa, slip right by me, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Super Bowl 27 and Buffalo still in the game. Now stay tuned for our exciting halftime show featuring those wacky singing raisins. Let the sewers flow. Smell you later, Crom. Uh, this is like one of the only episodes that I remember, like, specifically everything that happens in it. Um, <laughs> And it's just such a fun one. It's like, if you haven't seen this one, uh, the monsters are preparing to get into this surf contest um, by riding this wave that comes down the sewers from everybody, from all the humans flushing their toilets at the same time during the Super Bowl uh, halftime. <laughs> and it's kind of like Ick is trying to prove himself that he can compete with Crumb during this great wave. Um, and it's just such a fun... Uh, kind of like really fast-paced episode. The Gromble's really funny in it. Uh, I love the concept. Um, and it's got a great ending. If you haven't watched it, I won't ruin it, but I love the ending of this one. Um, yeah. So, You know, Nick Nick Box, uh, in one of their last few boxes, they had a, a really cool shirt with Ickis surfing. Uh, um, so cool. I feel, boy, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. yeah, it is. I'm kind of mad. <laughs> Me too. Remembered that one because I remember that one too. That's a good one. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, really good. Uh, number five, Bob. My number five is salute your shorts, toilet seat basketball. Hey. This is Doctor Khan, and a much wiser Doctor Khan. First, I'd like to say how elated I am with the Hurricanes win in the tournament this afternoon. Hard work and fortitude paid off nicely. In fact, I'll even allow the Hurricanes a trip into town for pizza and bowling tonight. And secondly, I'm not going to say who told me, or why they told me, or when they told me. 
what I know about that candy under your shirt, Bobby Budnick. Bring it to my office immediately, or you're going to be in real trouble. And I mean real trouble, Bobby Budnick. Love to see it. <laughs> What's that? Love to see it represented. Oh, yeah, it's, it really is fantastic. Um, one of the lines that I remembered all of these years didn't have to... A lot of my memories from this, I had to, when I started listening to you guys, had to like rejog the memory. I had to watch all of this. But one thing I remember, and it's so innocuous and silly, is when uh, ZZ um, goes to the basketball courts and is like, I'm here for some drills. And like totally, just totally sons telly. And she's like, all right, we'll do this. And she's like, nah, I'm here for the drills for my earrings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that. Uh, that's always in the memory um there's a lot there's all kinds of good lines from this where ugg's talking about the four f's of leadership and he says fearlessness fairness firmness and control and <laughs> he says it's three f's and a c and it sounds like donkey lips's report card yeah. that's so mean but it was it's very funny yeah um and of course, the traveling, blocking, charging, you're out of here. That was on somebody's <laughs> list and the best lines or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. I think it made our top 10, yeah. Um, but the one thing that I just noticed, this one I did rewatch, at the end of the game, when Budnick um, takes the ball and he wants to have the last shot, they keep, like, they weirdly keep showing over and over again Michael under the hoop saying, I'm open, I'm open. And there's a like a guy right behind him. He's not, he's not even open. It's, just, it's infuriating. Oh, and then and then at the end, Budnick has like the candy like strapped to him that he so he doesn't have to give it all away. And Doctor Khan makes an announcement like I somebody told me that what you did, Bobby Budnick. Like why would that guy know? Yeah. Why would he know that? Yeah. Who's why reporting to Doctor Khan? What's that? Who's reporting to Dr. Khan on this stuff? Yeah, exactly. There's, the, there's a mole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I love it. Dude, I love that pick. Uh, and I know Joe was kind of um, a little bit down on this episode during De- our definitely. ranking of the... I think it's a stinker. For, it's 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 not a stinker. It's a, it, Compared to rest of season one, I think it's a stinker. Man, I think that's crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'd, I'd say it's a stinker, but it definitely um, it isn't as good as the rest of the season. I agree with that. Okay. You know, I rewatching this next to all the other episodes in the season, it felt like the most cinematic of all the episodes. I'll give um, you that. Sure. And I, it was like it had the best. Um, the way the story played out was like for me maybe the most satisfying. Uh, the very ending, like the way that the camera hits the um, picture of them above the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. It's like this perfect, overly dramatic end for this episode. Um, I, 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 I love the feel of it. Yep, I definitely noticed that. And just one one other thing I wanted to mention that Telly blows the whistle and she's like, it must be a dog whistle. She said, nobody else oh, yeah. can hear it, but donkey lips <laughs> yeah. can hear it. <laughs> yeah. That's a great moment. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't, it's not that I dislike toilet seat basketball. In fact, going before we did the season review, I thought it was one of my favorites. Um, mm. I just, it didn't quite hold up, but I, it's, it's a fine episode. Like it's not bad. 
Um, and uh, I could certainly see its inclusion on this specific list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number five is a episode of baseball entitled Baseball. And it's uh, Rugrats. It's a pleasure to be with you guys today. I want to remind our listeners that the 13th caller with the correct answer to Bucky's question will win three tickets to this Ooh. afternoon's game against Boston. That number again is 555-K-O-L-D. Okay, here's the question. What player in the history of baseball hit the most homers on the second Tuesday and every month Ooh. in April for all time and eternity? Second Tuesday in April. I know that one. Come on, Scout. Most homers, second Tuesday, April. Hello? Hello? Is it Bucky Majors? <laughs> we won, Tommy, we won. Uh. This is uh, where Tommy, uh, Grandpa, and Stu uh, all go to a baseball outing together. I think this is uh, one of the more memorable Rugrats segments, uh, especially when I was little. I really just like when I rewatched it, it felt like there hadn't been 25 years in between. Like it was all very vivid. Um, and there's there's a lot of like we've said uh, uh, Nickelodeon episodes in this vein of a character going to a game and. You know, having a wacky experience, but I thought there was a lot of like really good highlights to this episode. Um, the, cl- the you know the climactic moment of Tommy following fa- falling into the uh, baseball glove uh, at oh, the yeah. end with the baseball in his hand. Tommy chasing uh, the bear mascot like around the stadium and the bear balloon. Um, the commentators, the like play by play guys in the episode, are really really funny uh, in the episode. Um, yeah, it's just it's a really easy, fun one to rewatch. I, I I did not suspect it would make my list, and maybe it wouldn't have if I I wouldn't probably have if I did the two no two show rule. But um, it's still very strong, uh, very fun. Yeah, um, that didn't make my list, but it is a very good episode, and right around like a few episodes right there on. Um, in season one of Rugrats are um, about really strong. Yeah. Um, there's something about them. Like they really hit a perfect uh, feel there for a second. Um, and this one, this is one of those episodes that the animation looks great and it's all kind of like action and fun. Yeah. It um, never stops moving. I mean, it's, you know, whether Tommy's crawling on the organ or, yeah, it's just in the dugout. It's uh, it's a very, it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. I think that this is a really good example of how to, of like a show doing um, physical gags, right? Yeah. Like it's just one physical thing after another in this episode, but they're all like really clever and interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, even the idea that Grandpa and Stu think it's Tommy because there's just, like, a stuffed teddy bear with a baseball hat on, yeah. and they keep, like, patting it on the head. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny you should mention that. Um, I have something similar to say about uh, – I think I've said too much. Something similar to say about Rugrats, maybe later on, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Huh. Okay. Interesting. 
Ferguson? But, but uh, well, I mean, I, I shouldn't say anything else okay. beyond that. Okay, okay. But I do remember, and of course, like, that's one of the – him falling into the baseball glove is, is, for me, one of the most memorable Rugrat moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it feels good. That uh, that bubble that he's blowing? Mm, that, uh, yeah. Bubble gum? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just sticks in your head. Yeah, perfect. Number four? Um, yeah, my number four is Rocco's Modern Life, season four, episode 3B, Teed Off. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes Big Head. Let's keep an eye on this guy. Yeah, he's got my eye. Check that technique. The wind up. Fire! Oops. Oh, well. Wait a second. It's in the hole. The ball is in the hole. Big Head is ripping up the lane. There's no stopping him. Let's see. Let's see. Did he do it? Yes! It's in the hole again. There's no stopping it, Big Head. He did it again. Oh, Big Head. Uh, we have talked about it at length. Um, <laughs> sure. A episode review. Uh, so check that out, please, if you want. And um, this is just... Uh, straight up hilarious episode like the whole thing's kind of just one running gag that somehow manages to be funny for the whole 12 minutes um every <laughs> just thinking about it kind of cracks me up uh <laughs> big smashed with the piano and um just they're them trying so hard to stop him from getting the ball in and uh, not realizing Heifer's doing it, uh, and everything about this is hilarious. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, you've got you guys have said enough about it already. It's just it's it's hilarious. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, it was also on um, Brett Wilson's list. Um, nice. Yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty well on the record as this is a <laughs> just just a purely fun episode. Just so much heart and chaotic and 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 no Rocco you know like uh, one of the rare no Rocco episodes um we're gonna be keeping it in O-Town because it is spitballs from Rocco's Modern Life peanuts get your red hot peanuts hey don't forget your jockstrap uh thanks there you go big guy yeah this is another one that stuck with me for a long time um I specifically remember always loving the fact that it was jockstrap day at the ballpark and they all get a jockstrap which is so weird but uh, hilarious at the same time um i also i rewatched this one recently and their seats are on top of the lights on top of the stadium <laughs> oh yeah i love that which is which is fantastic yeah um but i think oh is this this has to be, I don't remember now. Is this the episode where the guy gets hit by the pitch? He's like the hammerhead. Yeah, the hammerhead guy. And it goes through his eye to the, <laughs> out the other eye. Oh, that's disturbing. Uh, have you uh, have you guys ever caught a foul ball? This is, uh, you know, this is the goal here. They want to get a ball. No, I haven't. Um, no, not a foul ball during a game. But um, I got to a pirate game early, like early enough to watch like batting practice and got like a home run oh cool yeah cool i uh i had a similar experience i mean to to rocco here where 
uh, the guy next to me got hit in the head with a foul ball. And it it was a line drive. It was it was crazy. Um, Yikes. I mean, I, I he like he just froze like it was coming so fast, you know. But he also got the royal treatment. Like, the Indians, like, they gave him, like, a hat and, like, food. And I... Like, it was, please don't see what... <laughs> yeah, it, it was, like, immediate. Like, like they had a plan in place of, like, okay, well, this guy got hit. Let's uh, throw everything at him. Um, but, uh... Well, that's also funny. Um, he's like, oh, he's trying to, about to tell us what we think is going to be this really, like sweet story about how he gets a foul ball and it just smashes that guy in the face and lands in his lap. (laughs) That's so funny. And then one other thing about how high up they are, they can see like the roundness of the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rocco's Rocco's so masterful at those little sight gags, just like even for a brief moment. Yes. Um, this one didn't make my list, but it was very close. I was considering it, and uh, it is a great episode. Um, it's almost like it feels similar to the Rugrats episode, almost like sure. the way that yeah. things play out. Um, yeah, this is an- it, it's another great one where it's like full of action, and somehow it's all interesting and fun again. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, great pick. Yeah, spitballs is a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, my number four is an episode of Hey Arnold. That's vacant lot. Man, this truly stinks. Yeah, but what can we do? The older kids hog the park, and the playground's closed after school. If we had our own field, we can play where we want it, when we want it. Our own field. That would be perfect. We can call it Gerald Field. Yeah, that's what we'll call it, Gerald Field. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that name. Gerald Field. Just say it. Gerald Field. <laughs> well, um, we've we've talked about this episode before. I think it's our seventh or eighth. It's right right at the start of the run of the show. Um this is uh this was the one I felt most conflicted on, uh, not because of the quality of the episode, but because I wasn't totally sure whether it qualified as a sports episode, but mm. um, I, I think it does. And, and yeah. you know, it's probably one of the more beloved episodes of 90s Nickelodeon. Um, so just between how much I like it and I, I don't know, I, I, th- I think it qualifies. Would you guys agree? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, so Arnold and the crew, you know, they find a junky corner uh, in their city, and they they turn it into a baseball field. It kind of becomes a special space to them, and just that idea is, like, you know, it's like childhood pretty much to me. It's uh, this idea of, like, finding something useless and turning it into something that you can have fun with. Um, yeah. And uh, the vacant lot finds its way back uh, into the show a couple times, so it becomes, like, a spot that... Uh, like Mickey Kaline, it becomes kind of this reoccurring thing. Like Arnold's great about that of like, not always just throwing things away, but like reusing it. Yeah. Um, the idea that, uh, you know, kids just want to play some baseball and that even though baseball's just a fact, fr- like a fraction of the episode, it's, uh, it feels like the heartbeat and you get the community, the adults, right? Like kids versus the adults, uh, 
kids versus kids, adults versus adults. You get like a lot of dynamics in this episode that are really fun. Um, I don't know. I just yeah. love it. The idea that like the, the parents or the adults versus the kids, like the adults creep in there at nightfall, like the sun goes <laughs> down and then they, like, they creep over there and ruin everything. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. didn't notice. I Mon- never noticed that until monsters. <laughs> yeah. Monsters. Yeah. Um, yeah. This episode for me, like has the perfect balance of funny and um, like uh, heartfelt, I guess. Definitely. Like, yeah. It just, I don't know. It just hits something about the kids all doing and eventually the, the adults all doing this together. Um that just kind of hits right in the right spot for me. But it's like also uh, there's a lot of funny gags through the episodes. They don't like totally cut out the humor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and it's a good friendship episode with Gerald and Arnold. And um, yeah, this was also on Quincy's list, Lyndon's list, Jordan and Ryan. They all nice. picked bacon a lot as some of their favorites. Awesome. Cool. All right. Top three. Yeah, um, I think this is the first time I've ever done this. Hmm. My number three is a another Rocco's Modern Life. Whoa! Um, season two, episode ten B, Gutter Balls. For the championship, all Ed Big Head needs is one pin. And remember, he's got two tries, so he'd have to roll two gutter balls in a row to mess this up. Not very likely, Chip. <laughs> What's this? Big Head intentionally rolls the ball down the gutter. While we're waiting for the ball to return, let's see if we can get a word. It looked like you rolled that one on purpose, Ed. Any comments? I don't need two balls to win this one. And there you have it, a completely gratuitous show of bravado. Chip? Why, yes it was, Dale. (laughs) (laughs) This just, for me, I guess has always been kind of like a defining episode of almost all of Nickelodeon. I'm not sure what it is about it. It just like so well um, captures like Ed's path, like this idea of making Ed's character more complicated, um, looking into his past and forcing him into a team situation with his most hated neighbor. Yeah. Uh, And there's so many funny moments in this. Um, And more than that it just like feels big it feels like there's a lot of Rocco story going on in this episode um I guess like partially just finding out about all these other characters um being with Heifer's mom like outside of the family setting a little bit um it's just one of those episodes that like that always stuck with me um and that I just like every second of it kind of seared into my brain. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's an iconic one for sure. It didn't, it didn't make my list, but um, yeah, everything about it works. It was, it was close for me. I don't think I remember this one. It is just a jog people's memories. It is um, the one where Ed like screwed up a big bowling match when he was younger and he's trying to win the trophy now that he's older. So he recruits Rocco and his friends to lose to his team so that he can have the trophy. 
Okay. Um, yeah. And then you like eventually find out that in the past Ed had completely destroyed the entire bowling alley by accident by being <laughs> um, too. Um, I don't know, what's the word like brash about his uh, talents. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that one. I v- vaguely remember it. Yeah. I vaguely remember it. Um, my number three, it's the Ron Harper from the basketball. It's uh, Keenan and Kel's foul bowl. Um, this was another one that I, I didn't remember. Um, I know I had seen it, um, but when I saw it on the list of ones to consider, I watched it and I remembered it and I remember really liking it. I think I I mostly liked it as a kid because it had a professional basketball player in it. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to, like you guys had said, like you wanted to, I wanted to mix it up a little bit and not have two from the same show. Um, that's not the only reason I put it on there because I really like there's a lot of stuff in here that really made me laugh um, when Chris says my my whole career in groceries is over <laughs> I thought it was really funny um, but yeah it's there's a lot of weird stuff that they do they dress up in the hospital I really like that um, Kel is dressed as a pregnant woman and Keenan's a doctor and that's that whole um, segment that made me laugh even today as an adult. Um, yeah, I just, <laughs> and then Kel is trying to disguise himself because he's going to like move because the whole town hates them because they injure Ron Harper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he shaves his head and puts a hat on, <laughs> which is just like, I would never make that, that, would not come to the realization that that's kind of like silly because like if you're going to wear a hat what's the difference but keenan makes a big to do about that and i that made me laugh no yeah that was that's a good one that that that's also like kind of its own genre of nick episode i know um a couple people mentioned really liking the uh kendall gill my brother and me where it's more like about the cameo than it is about like playing the sport yeah that's a good call um, my favorite part, I think, is at the end when Ron Harper calls the press conference at the grocery store and he's like, yeah, it wasn't their fault. Um, injury was my fault. And Keenan goes, you hear that? That's exactly what happened. Ron's a klutz. And then he like <laughs> hides behind Ron Harper. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a good one. I like it. I like all that right. episode. So. For sure. Um, all right. Well, my number three... Uh, we get our second entry from this show from Salute Your Shorts. It's Capture the Flag. Yes, I got the flag. And once you hold it in your hands, it's nothing but glory and ticker tape parades. Everybody loves you. You're a hero. Capture the Flag is the best game in the world. nice um this is uh second season i think it's my second favorite episode of the second season maybe behind 
Sponge goes to the movies. Um, it's a real gem. Uh, this episode, uh, you know, it just, just kind of remind people it's, uh, the Anawana is playing the rival camp in a game of capture the flag. Donkey Lips really, uh, you know, he, do he doesn't think he's getting a fair chance here. He wants to be the attacker, uh, in the game, but everybody thinks he should just kind of guard the flag since they don't think he's like agile enough to be an attacker. And it's, it's kind of your classic Donkey Lips Overcoming the Odds uh, episode. Uh, but it does genuinely feel good. There's tons of, like, there's just tons of fun things. Almost every character has kind of a small moment. Um, in particular, Pinsky and Budnick, I think, really uh, shine in this episode. Um, the water balloons, you know, just that summer feeling of, like, throwing water balloons at each other. It's like a real 90s kid's summer dream come true and uh a la uh wild and crazy kids and um of course i there there's the um rewatching it i had forgotten but like i love ugg's um diorama of the battlefield where he's oh, like yeah. he's really like orchestrating the the tactics um for the uh capture the flag game um and then the director here a guy named mike finney i think like rewatching it i was really impressed by like the directing of this episode it's like actually exciting to watch the like battle the battle scenes and the way like they capture people it's shot really creatively and um so i i i wasn't actually thinking this would make my list but it's a really fun episode to watch it doesn't like it doesn't drag at all it's super upbeat and uh you know you feel good by the end of it yeah this almost made my list it was heavily considered yeah yeah this was also on our listener ethan's list he he liked it a lot so. um yeah it was close to mine too um but i it ultimately didn't make it but it really is a great episode yeah um, something about i i do really like watching don donkey lips like um prove everybody wrong yeah um, just it's a feel-good one plus it's one where uh everybody's involved in the same thing that's going on yeah and i do kind of like that it feels like really full yeah there's no there's no real like b b storylines which is kind of rare for a salute your shorts it's yeah. really hyper focused on the capture of the flag game yeah which is cool Donkey Lips hides his $10 bill in a canteen that's filled with water. <laughs> Correct. Which I, I love that part. Yeah, no, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, nice. Cool. Top two? Yeah, um, my number two, Hey Arnold, season one, episode 3B, The Vacant Lot. Yeah. I think I found our baseball field. You're a bold kid, Arnold. A bold kid. Uh, just love it. It hits one of those spots for me that's just, like, perfect. Um, just everything kind of about the progression of the story and, like, uh, just, the, I, don't, I don't know, I love the kids coming together and then the adults, I like the adults ruining things and then finally coming around. It's just a very satisfying, like, uh, story. Um, so, you know, we've talked about it, but uh, great, great episode. Yeah, yeah. they have to be shown the way by the kids. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 
that's always cool to see. Um, my number two is Pete and Pete, Field of Pete. Gravy boat. Elementary backstroke. <laughs> what are you talking about? Maybe we should ask the squeezy salesman. That won't be necessary. Uh, my frosty friend, our chariot awaits. Lazarus will rise again, slush master. It is over, Narens, and you know it. Don't listen to him. I don't think I really have anything to add that you guys haven't already said. Um, although, I, if I can just give an aside here about my relationship with Pete and Pete, it's kind of weird. Um, as a kid, it wasn't like my favorite show at all. If it was on, I'd watch it. Um, but I, it took a really long time for me to realize like just how fantastic it is. And like for most of these shows, if you watch them 20 years later, you kind of see the the facade kind of starts to peel back a little bit. And you're like, yeah, this is okay, but it's not as good. And it's like the it's like a 180 with Pete and Pete. Like you realize, like I realized now, like 20 years later, how incredibly well done it really is. And this episode is like, it's just, you know, like you guys always talk about the details, like the lived in world. Um, it's just so, it's just so great. Um, yeah, just, you know, the orange Lazarus, fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah. That Naren's relationship with it, strange, <laughs> but hey, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, it's just, this episode's great. And it's, it's relatable. Like you don't want to be on a baseball team that stinks. And it's like, that's oh. the through line. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's great. Yeah, great pick. Course. Yeah, one of, one of my favorites. Um, perfect. Well, uh, number two, we've already talked about it. It's uh, episode of Rocco's Modern Life. That would be teed off. It's in the air! Wet, wet, wet! Pow! It's in the hole! Big head, get it! We discussed that on our 144th episode. Um, I think it's the best golf episode in children's television history, with with maybe the ex with maybe the exception of um, Little Rascal Little Rascals Divot Diggers. Um, <laughs> right there with that. Um, when I when you know when I think of this episode, I immediately think of like just brilliant blue skies and uh you know those glistening golf greens it's like a very it's just such a like pleasant episode to look at also besides being very funny the jokes and the laughs are all incredibly dumb but uh like they're perfect in execution like you know they they walk that line perfect perfectly and um just like the premise is so simple like right ed's just on a golf outing with his boss he just wants to lose like he doesn't want to be there in the first place but he just wants to lose i think like that's like the heart of it really is that um heifer heifer is like obstructing this very simple thing 
<laughs> and he's getting so much joy out of it. <laughs> Heifer, Heifer's having the time of his life. Um, so, yeah, you, you, you get everything here in this episode, minus Rocco. And, uh, you know. The, the pianos, Joey. The, the pianos. The pianos. For me, for me, it's always been about the golf commentators, like these guys who yeah. are expect, <laughs> you know, expecting just another ho hum, you know, outing. They're, you know, they're in their golf mode, and then they're just over. They can't even control themselves. It's so exciting, uh, you know. Um, so it, you know, in conclusion, to love teed off is to be human. I think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Great pick. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have your head examined if you don't like that episode. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, we're at the big one. Yeah, number one. Um. Well, uh, I, I'll just say I picked Adventures of Pete and Pete, season two, episode two, Field of Pete. I created the Lazarus for good, not for this. It is good, Bob. Good and frosty. So make me one. Now. I try, man, I go into these lists like thinking I'm almost surely not going to pick Pete and Pete. I don't like, I, I don't think that I'm going to when I start this, but you know, as I rewatch it, it's just insane how good it is. Like you think all these, you think a bunch of these other shows are great and they are. And then you go to this episode and it's like oh my god uh, just everything <laughs> about it is perfect Marin's the the orange lazarus is just like one of those things that like comes back to me every summer i just think god that's like the ultimate dream not real beverage um, i just love the look of it on the screen when it's like rippling oh it's gorgeous <laughs> And even even like getting brain freeze from it seems desirable. <laughs> um, Salivating. Just yeah. About yeah. It. Uh, just <laughs> good just <and> <laughs> uh, even, even watching like the first few seconds of this with Pete's introduction, it just feels like summer uh, fun. I don't know. It just exudes all the things that I like about. The, the parts about sports that I like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Gravy boat, elementary <laughs> backstroke. That's it. That's all it took. <laughs> yeah. That, that's also. N- uh, Naren's did a hard U-turn. <laughs> like, what does he say? He's like. That won't be necessary. Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> he beelines it right to that cooler and yeah. jets out of there. It's yeah. great. Yeah, and just disappearing like Nairns just drives yeah. off like as far as <laughs> the orange lasers will take him. Yeah, love it. All right, Bob, what's number one? My number one is Hey Arnold, the vacant lot. Well, there's only one thing to do at a time like this: play ball. Play ball. Play ball. Play ball. Yes, buddy, play ball. Play ball! 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 Play ball!
Um, it's just it's just so good. It's it, this sticks out more than any I think any Nickelodeon episode. Um, it's it never left my brain for all these years. Um, there's so many moments, so many quotes that I love, like "Head for the hills, boy." I'll try to slow him down. <laughs> I love it. Um, I always one thing though, like. And, you know, it's animated, so whatever. But, like, it does not look like they'd be able to play baseball in that lot. It looks too small. <laughs> yeah. It looks like every anybody who took a swing, it was going to hit off that wall. But then when they rebuild it, they have, like, things written on there. Like, if it hits here, it's a triple. Which, yeah. to, me, that, to me, that was so cool. I don't know why, but it was just so neat. Yeah, it's like that. It's what you do when you're a kid and you realize that problem of like, well, we're going to have to make some stuff up on the fly here. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And that's I you know, you touched on it I think Joey where like it's it's the the kids look at this junky lot and they go and they do it themselves. Like that idea really resonated with me as a kid i never did anything but i always wanted to do something like that you know although i built a tree a pretty i must say a pretty substantial tree house in my backyard a long time ago but like that whole the whole thing with building putting that cleaning it all up putting it together that was just i loved it and that's why you know this is for me this is the number one oh i I wrote down a bunch of quotes and i can't help it because it's so great but (laughs) <laughs> when Gerald's catching and is it Harold? He swings and he strikes out and he goes, strike three, you're out. He's like, you swing too hard, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, great pick. No. Wonderful pick. It's uh, one of two episodes I think we all had on our list. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Which, is, uh, which is because my number one is, of course, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Feel the beat. It was all too much. Seeing Bill annihilated like that just to get into the championships. Watching Teddy turn into a Lazarus lapping jerk. Aesthetics take no prisoners! Hey, hey, son, slow down on that! Buzz off, Schlesheimer! Very nice. You know, it's to me, it's a masterpiece of kids' television. Um, if 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 teed off is a masterpiece in the golf genre, along Little Rascals, this is just like, this is just like to me, uh, uh, near the pinnacle of kids' TV. I, I could watch this episode over and over and really never tire of it. Uh, we reviewed it. It was um, for us. It was episode sixty-six. So if you want to go back, uh, check out our review of Field of Pete. I think we pretty much just gush over it. But, um, you know, not only like it's not only just like that summer baseball feel, but there's so many elements that feel real, even though everything's totally absurd. Uh, you know, as as mentioned prior, the overly competitive adult coach is kind of its own like real thing in life. Uh, you know, this this is a real person in the world. And I mean, like Coach Nairns to me is an iconic, I think, Pete character, which says a lot. Um there, there are so many characters in this episode who get to shine. We get, you know, both Pete's. Uh, I think both Pete's have, like, equal weight as far as a, gr- a good storyline, um, which is important. Uh, you get Ellen, Teddy, Bill, and, of course, the slu- Slushenheimer. Um, 
plus like just little little other aspects like you know cheating as an aspect of U Sports. Um, little Pete gets to spout some of his finest uh, insults uh, in this episode. Slushies in the summertime, like Andrew said, just feels perfect. Uh, like to me, when I played youth, whatever baseball or basketball, like to me the the whole thing was going to Dairy Queen after. Like, I mean, like the the game was fun, but let's just cash in with that that you know that that treat. Uh, go to that team window, and uh, <laughs> so to me it's it's to me it's the definitive Nickelodeon sports episode. Um, and if you've never seen it, like seriously, pause the podcast right now. It's on YouTube. It's on Daily Motion. Um, search for Field of Pete and uh, enrich your world. It's, uh, yeah, I think you'll be. I, mean, I think you'll be a happy person, happier person. Yeah, that's a real treat. If you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, what? envious. Watch it today, since we're in the middle of a nor'easter or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Warm everything up. Yeah. 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 There you go. What does Teddy say when he's drinking? He's drinking the Lazarus and he gets like snippy. What does he say? He say I, I am. Um, I am. Yeah, I remember the moment, but I can't remember the exact. I wanted line. to say I am a golden god, but I think that's almost famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this episode was also on Allie Mander's list, Endless Alexandra, Justin, Goblin Heath, and Brett Wilson's list. So a lot of love for Field of Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Fully deserved. Just just saying the name of it makes me kind of want to go watch it. It's yeah. <laughs> I, it's just a, it's so good. <sighs> okay. Well, uh you guys want to do close calls? Oh yeah. Yep. My close call, we've mentioned it. Salute your shorts. Season 1, Episode 6, Toilet Seed Basketball. Yeah. The big tournament's about to start, and I am the referee. I blow my whistle and I dispense justice. You're out of there! Traveling! Blocking! Charging! You're out of there! Traveling! Blocking! Charging! You're out of there! Traveling! Blocking! Charging! You're out of there! Traveling! Blocking! Yeah, I do love this one. And um it it's just like a little bit above the other episodes in its production value, like all across the board. Um and uh I don't know. I and it's great having like all the kids together on the same team. Um it was very close to making my list, my top six, but um just got eked out. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, yeah. Again, I, I know I was hard on it last time around, but it is it is a uh, is a fun episode. Did you have a close call, Bob? I did, and I also just realized that I said at the beginning that I kind of bent the rules, and then I said that you would know what I was talking about when I did my number six, and I totally that didn't happen. Because <laughs> I, I screwed that up. But now you'll now is where I kind of bent the rules. Blow our minds. Um, (laughs) um, my close call is, uh, Rugrats touchdown Tommy, but only the parts with the adults. (laughs) I love Uh, it. Yes. Yeah. Like the adults kill this episode. They are absolutely hilarious. Um, 
and whenever you were talking about the the stuffed animal with the the hat on so tommy's mom is like freaking out because he hits his head okay and she's like oh we can't you know we can't leave the house because you're you know this kid's gonna hurt himself or whatever and it's drew right tommy's dad's name is Stu. Stu, yeah Stu. Stu slaps a popcorn bowl on top of a stuffed turtle with toilet <laughs> looks like toilet paper rolls on his what one-year-old son's head and his previously freaking out wife goes thumbs up we're out of here that's like that's totally great that's like that's perfect yeah. i think that is absolutely hilarious <laughs> rugrats in a nutshell yeah yeah and then and i don't know if they did it on purpose but when Stu calls his brother drew is his brother right yes yes okay so i get confused with rugrats um and he goes Drew and he says yes to and they just that like rhymes. <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose, but that cracked me up. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the adults are just they're hilarious. They're so oblivious to everything that's going on, and I, it's just it's fantastic. They call Grandpa the Galloping Geezer. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I rewatched this one and I was surprised at how much I like it, but I'm I'm a hundred percent with you that the adult portions of the episode are um the the parts that I also like. Um Yeah. This was a, this was also on Ben Bink's list and Shay is awesome. Uh they also picked that as their one of their favorites. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um I ended up with two close calls, though. I'm just going to talk about one because we we talked about another one. Uh, the the my official close call was uh, Rocco spitballs. Rocco, look at this! Down on the first baseline, front row, two seats with no butts in them. Let's sneak down. I don't know, Heath. I don't think it's right. What are you stupid? You want that foul ball, don't you? Go on, kid. Good things come to those who wait. Oh, brother! Hey, Fauntleroy, get a load of this. You can't see squat from up here. Why do you stupid? Grab those good seats before someone else does. Right. Let's go then. Um, I think it probably would have been number six if I didn't force my one show rule. Um, it's uh, <laughs> like you like you like you mentioned, Bob. It's just there's just so much about it that like visually is so fun and. Um, I also deeply relate to the trying to find a seat closer to the field thing. Um, yeah. But but I'm always the person who doesn't want to. So like, so this has happened a couple times. Both have been guests on our show. Our friend Chris and Brett, they are very pro. Like if we're at a baseball game, like we're going to go find the closest seat. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This actually happened in Pittsburgh. We went to a game at PNC oh, and nice. uh, we were in the upper deck. And they were absolutely determined to go, like sit on, <laughs> sit in the up, you know that the, the lower reserve, and uh, I'm just that person that's like, you guys can go. I will literally sit up here alone. I'm not breaking the rule. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the the whole notion of like getting closer seats is uh, something that I uh, I've struggled with throughout <laughs> my life. Um, so I guess the the one the one I'll talk a little bit more about is uh, Hey Dude, Dueling Ranches. Uh, <laughs> did you wow. did you watch this one, Andrew? No, I'm just surprised <laughs> to hear "Hey, dude!" getting. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty fun episode. It's a lot in the vein of like um, Killer Ernst. It's uh, you know, Killer Ernst is kind of qualifies in its own way of being a wrestling episode, but um, 
this is, uh, you know, they... It's pretty much an episode where, like, this rival dude ranch, uh, they challenge them to a baseball game. And it's actually, like, the baseball segments of it are pretty good. Uh, for, for Hey Dude, like, they really try to show you a game happening. Um, and as I watched it, I was like, you know, this is kind of mediocre, Hey Dude. But I kind of kept thinking about it. Like, it, it was one of the few episodes that after I watched it, I was like, I kind of really liked that one. Um <laughs> And so, um, you know, you get the Ernst as a hero kind of moment at the end. Uh, and, uh, ooh, the, also the, the baseball tees they make for themselves, they call themselves the Barnen Brawlers. They're these, like, amazing white and red baseball tees. I would kill for one of them. Um, so, anyway, uh, du Dueling Ranches was uh, also one I had uh, enjoyed. Interesting. Yeah. I, I have not seen it, so I may I may have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Um, I want to give out a few shout-outs uh, for people who picked episodes we hadn't mentioned. Yeah. Um, Ethan had mentioned the Hey Arnold episode Benchwarmer, which is the classic Pass to Tucker episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was very close for me. That was in my top ten. Um, King, King Ten Pin was picked by Jordan, the Rugrats bowling episode. Oh, yeah. Great one. Another very, like, vivid, uh, vivid one. Uh, Endless Alexandra had mentioned The Adventures of Pete and Pete Pinned, a wrestling episode. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm Drunk Man, and Quincy and Lyndon all had mentioned Doug in Left Field. Yeah. That almost um, made my list. Yeah, I thought about it, but. Yeah, I toyed with it. Uh, came in uh, number 12 for me, number 12. Uh, the, uh, my brother, uh, my brother and me episode base, uh, basketball tryouts, um, uh, oh. also known as hit the open man. Uh, these, this was all, this was selected by a lot of people, uh, Brett Wilson, Josh Pickens, uh, our friend Candace. Um, and this of course gives us the famous, uh, it gives us goo punch, like the official, like goo oh, punch yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I just totally overlooked it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I rewatched that one. That was pretty good. Uh, Dangerous Lumber, Endless Alexandra. Hey, Arnold, Dangerous Lumber. Uh, a, yes. Very cool. Yeah. It's a great uh, one. Arnold hitting people. Yeah. Um, Mickey. This fall. Mickey Kaline makes an appearance in this one and the, and the vacant lot kind of like all worlds combined. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else here. We have Synchronized Swimming, Hey Arnold. Uh, Marley Mook and Karuna both picked Synchronized Swimming. Good one. Uh, Marley Mook had mentioned Hey Arnold Mud Bowl. Oh, I yeah, I mean, I had that on my list of two consider episodes. but Me too. Yeah. I didn't get around. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. Um, Lyndon mentioned, uh, the Kendall Gill, my brother and me, and then Honest Abe said he doesn't know if it counts, but the Ren and Stimpy episode, Mad Dog Hoke. Ah, I completely forgot about that, but yeah, great pick. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ferguson's, should we get to it? Yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, man, I thought I was going to have a really hard time picking this Ferguson, <laughs> but I was like, right on it. Uh, 
So I picked Cat Dog, Season 3, Episode 18A, Rinky Dinks. I don't, man, I like vaguely remember seeing this before, but when I ended up watching it this time around, I was just like so blown away by its blandness. Um, And I hate to pick on Cat Dog so much, but this was totally justified. Thank you. <laughs> this is just like a perfect example of what I think the main problem is with Cat Dog, which is like stuff, ha- a lot of stuff, like action happens, but none of it's particularly interesting or clever. It's just like one thing happening after another. Like the cats in this episode, Cat Dog getting a um, hockey match with the greaser dogs. And it's like a bunch of uh, visual gags, but they're all stuff that is just like too obvious. Like um, at one point, one of them is blocking the goal and, you know, uh, more and more uh, pucks come. And then at some point, the goalie gets covered by pucks. And it's like, that's almost good, but it's just so obvious that it's not interesting. Um, and I feel like that's how the whole episode is. It's just like not that interesting. Um, and I will say that the animation on Cat Dog is actually very good. Um, I was really paying attention to it in this one. Um, and the voice acting is good. Pretty much everything is good except for like the stories. Hmm. I mean, Cat Dog bad is just those are like synonymous. That's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave this one a real chance. <laughs> I, I, that's more than I did, so I, yeah, kudos. <laughs> when did Cat Dogs? That was later, right? Uh, sorta. Of. Like it was like ninety-seven in our yeah, right. Yeah, so late late nineties, but yeah, kind kind of the end of like the heyday and moving into the more modern version of Nick. Yeah. Gotcha, uh, Ferguson, Bob. Yes, sir. Um, and here's the second part of my bending the rules. Oh. My Ferguson is touchdown Tommy, the parts with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could very well be a case that I'm, you know, in my 30s and stuff like that just isn't interesting to me anymore. But I don't even think that's true because even when I was younger, like the first one to the first show that I lost interest in was was Rugrats. Um but this stuff is just like I, I don't believe like I can't believe that I found this interesting. Even I think I did the math. I was six when this came out. Like I guess that's do you like that kind of stuff when you're six? Like the the baby bottle doing like a magic bullet thing. It bounces off the ground and in midair because Angelica's chasing it. It like bounces and flies back the other direction. Like it's just so weird. I don't <laughs> I don't like it. And then Grandpa gives tommy a bottle the bottle and it's chocolate milk like you don't just put milk in bottles right like it's not actually milk it's like formula right um, it, can't be, it can't be chocolate milk like i don't want to <laughs> dancing very close to you know something i guess we shouldn't talk about but it's just like it's so weird that doesn't work <laughs> i think you could use the bottles for anything okay I mean, that's, <laughs> that's odd, i'm not saying right. i do but <laughs> And was that was that on SNCC? Uh, it would have. I don't know. I mean, Rugrats was on for a short time, but not like 
for too long. Okay, because it seems like something that should be on Nick Jr. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was I, just so disappointing. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I I hear you, and I and I like and I like the creative. Uh, I like the creative uh, use of the picks. Yeah, for sure. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't break them. You know, I didn't do too too much damage to the authenticity of the rules here. <laughs> we just lost like five Rugrats fans, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, my Ferguson, I was sure that it was going to be your Ferguson, Andrew, but um, I guess that's okay. I went with um, Roundhouse Sports. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. I had it up for consideration. Okay, I mean, it is, it is, it is kind of on that line of like so bad that it was, it was at least really fun to talk about. Um, yeah. We talked about it on our episode 125. I mean, just go back. I mean, it's an abomination. It's uh, it's just a disaster. But, like, you know, in the same way that you can't look away from it and, you know, you're, yeah. what is going on type thing. Um, it's super ambitious, but it's very uh, not – it's not funny. And um, so, Yeah. Yeah. And so round, yeah. Round, Roundhouse Sports is my Ferguson with – um. You know, very close was also football fever. Clarissa explains it all. Um, hmm. Love Clarissa, of course, but I just, you know, I think them trying to pull off a kind of a sports episode didn't didn't work at all. Um, okay. yeah. Is there is there any other like? Uh, I mean, I I have some stuff here. Anything off the top of your head that like you consider, but we haven't mentioned in any capacity. Um. Yeah. Uh. I. You know, I didn't really consider Pete's Collide when Pete's Collide. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I was thinking about it, but, you know, they're never really no. playing the sport. No. It's that, just like. <laughs> there's just know. a bowling ball in the house, yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, I kind of like Doug Clobber's Patty. Mm. Um, it's a bowling episode where Doug, like, beats her and she can't handle it. Yeah. Very mad at him. Um, and uh, another one I also really like is Hey Arnold Grand Prix. Uh, oh, I think I forgot that one. They yeah. all make um, like soapbox racers. Yep. Oh. The okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just a really fun episode. Yeah. Any other ones, Bob, that you considered? Um, not that we haven't mentioned. Um, Football Fever, I was going to watch it to see if I was going to put it on here, but I, I didn't get to it. Um, and I also considered um, out in left field, Doug out in left field. Um, oh, and also capture the flag was also in consideration to be yeah. in my top six, but yeah. that was it. Okay. Doug's big feet. I really like that one. That's the episode where Doug tries to play football and they have to play Percy femur, uh, you know, that that's a memorable one uh let's see doug on first i think it's kind of the lesser of the two doug baseball episodes um you know what i watched that i thought was pretty good um the second episode of uh the secret world of alex mack is called uh hoop war and it's uh alex and ray take on um what's is who was on the show um she's like a famous actress uh Jessica, uh, Jessica Biel Alba. or Jessica, Jessica Alba. Yeah, Jessica Alba. She she like 
they challenge her and her annoying friend to a game of basketball and it's like Ray's putting all this pressure on Alex to use her powers um but the basketball I mean the the, the sequences are really jamming I mean they're really good um it's it, it really is like kind of in that wheelhouse of like oh boy this is so sticky but like kind of fun um so hoop fever uh hoop war excuse me was a episode that maybe doesn't get enough love out there and uh, the other the other one I was considering is a swimming episode is Pete and Pete Splashdown. Ah, uh, um, yeah, that's which I love that episode, but maybe a little loose on the sport aspect of things. <laughs> yeah, you put that on the uh, list of things to consider, and I and I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how that applied. Well, there's Adult Swim, you know. That's <laughs> um, yeah, but lots of lots of great. Uh, I mean, it's probably the biggest subgenre of Nick episodes. I thought, like, you know, Sick Day when we did it was like, oh, this this is probably the thing. But sports is, prob- you know, yeah, r- logically, uh, yeah, the thing. Sure. Uh, so that was a bunch of fun. I think what we're up to next is also going to be a bunch of fun. I, at least I'm very excited for it. Um, what are we doing for episode 190, Andrew? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Uh, we're doing the Nick Presidential Cabinet, our dream cabinets. Wow! <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, Nickelodeon Presidential Cabinet. So we're taking all the jobs in a president's cabinet: Secretary of State, Secretary of Agriculture, uh, Secretary of Defense, all the uh, education, all the secretary jobs, uh, the department jobs in government, plus vice president and president. And uh, we are selecting '90s Nick characters, and I don't think there's any like limitation. It could be a, it could be a baby, it could be an inanimate object, it could be a monster, whoever you yeah. think would be right for your for that job, right? Yep. <laughs> That's are you also are you also selecting a president? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, which that that that'll be a tough call, but I my, my cabinet's I I feel like it's pretty well filled out already. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to take office. <laughs> okay. um, I mean, I've got like not quite half of mine done, but the ones that I have, I feel very strongly about. Mm. Okay. See. Well, we'll we I'll I'll be posting on Instagram um, where you can give feedback on who you would nominate for each individual. I think there's 15 cabinet jobs. Um, so you could you could fill out your own little cabinet too. Just keep an eye on the Instagram story. That'll be fun. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. Uh, but you know, increasingly these days, we use Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at Orange Couch Podcast. You can find us on Podbean. You can find us on uh, Spotify, iTunes. Um, leave us a review. That's really helpful. Shout out to our newest five-star review which says much needed nostalgia that was from jess 8705 thank you jess uh really kind um and speaking of kind uh bob thank you uh thank you for taking the time to really like you know make it absolutely make a list and talk with us no problem at all i enjoyed it um got to watch a lot of great shows that i haven't seen in a long time i really appreciate the opportunity and anytime you need someone to come back i am more than happy to do that i have a mic now so no more heck yes audio issues <laughs> <laughs> and i also apologize to all the listeners the reason it's late it's my fault so. 
Oh, well, you know, we, we, we could have just said, like, sorry, Bob, we're going to just go ahead and record, but... Yeah, it, but you guys are you're too nice for that. I appreciate it. No, yeah, we wanted to wait for you. We, I, I wanted that list. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure. And uh, we hope we'll see you guys next episode. just thinking uh, I, I saw the news did you guys see dustin diamond died yeah oh yeah yeah that's a shame uh andrew you didn't see that oh oh yeah that was real quick like i just heard about you know him being sick yeah i guess he passed away today really big bummer yeah yeah way to way to close out the episode <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to put it in the episode, but I like had just saw oh, that's true. I just saw it pop up and I was like, damn, like uh I don't know. Just screech yeah. screech is also one of those things that like feels like um uh I don't know, like I just thought screech was the the thing. So amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He um he you know, besides Nickelodeon, that's another big time nineties staple and that's that sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. Although I, I don't know if you've mentioned this or if anybody else has read about this. Apparently, he wasn't like, he was like a jerk. Yeah, Girl. it seemed like he lived a pretty hard life, like with drugs and yeah. It sounded like he was kind of a hard person to be around, maybe. But yeah. Um, yeah. And but anyway, let's not make it sound like it anything less than remorse that he passed away. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna 
lead the episode with Bob saying that Dustin Diamond's a jerk. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> no, yeah, it's incredibly sad. But no, I, I had also yeah. heard that too. I think that's fine that both things uh, have existed you know, or happened. So. All right, how do I transition out of this? Um, <laughs> all right, hold on.